1: Them ropes episode 306, Jeff Hawkins, Chris Novembrino here. The aftermath of TLC and a fresh start for WWE. Uh, this show will be sponsored by Robin Hood. More on them in a bit. You can hit our Patreon at patreon.com/slash shake them ropes. We're getting towards the end of the year, Chris. Have you got all your shopping done?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have got my shopping done. That that's uh, that's me saying no with the yes, basically.
1: <laughs> um, my brother. Uh, Two years my junior is once again being him. Uh, He has not even contacted anybody in the family as to what he might be interested in for Christmas. I'm not even sure he's contacted my parents as to whether he's going to be flying into town for Christmas. This is what my brother does. This is how we all have to operate, and it's been like this for 20 years. And every year I threaten to get coal, and everybody tells me to lighten up.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, Daniel Bryan wouldn't approve of that. Well, not the new Daniel Bryan.
1: I don't know. I, I find shopping it, it, for me it's become a little bit soulless because I don't actually have to go out to do it anymore. So you're, you're not actually shopping. You're just like, okay, I'm on a break at work. A couple of clicks here, and if you do click, by the way, wrestling dot com slash Amazon. Amazon link will keep that uh, that thing going. Um,
0: you know, I've had. This- different thoughts but along similar lines recently because you know I deliver packages so I see people getting their Christmas gifts now and I had this realization today that I'm like what Santa really is me plus your dad is what the modern Santa has become
1: yeah I guess so it's still very much a kid's holiday to me um, in addition to the religious connotations but that's the other part of it. But and, and I I've- now
0: see it deeply as a commercial exercise because it really is just about the auspices of buying this mixer and then taking the mixer out of the package box and then wrapping it in christmas flavored stuff and then it becomes a gift but but it's still at the end of the day really it's a commercial exercise and and i'm not saying that to be like uh i don't know kind of cliche or whatever it's just seeing it in such raw terms has made me kind of re-envision christmas it's really demystified it for me
1: i think i'm i'm a little seasonally affected disorder type of stuff because i live in la where it doesn't get really really cold around christmas I had worked so long in that 3.30 a.m. to noon shift that I'd never went to any Christmas parties. And so now, I mean, my theater closed this year, the one that I used to go to, the big one that I used to go to. But I wasn't invited to any gatherings this year other than my work holiday luncheon, which was Friday. And uh it was pretty much a, a blast. But at the same time, it's like... Man, I see all these photos of my friends going to parties and stuff like that. I'm like, I wasn't invited. And I feel kind of bad for it. I don't know. Maybe I've just outgrown Christmas.
0: I mean, that's part of it. Seeing all the photos means that you're on social media too much. So that's another part of it. Like, I don't have a Facebook, so I don't have people's excellent lives being blasted in my face all the time. That's true, and that well, that, true. that really has made me a lot happier. Uh, and, yeah, I didn't get invited to any Christmas parties this year either, but, you know, I I, I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe as I get older, I, I care less and less about, like, holidays, big event days, and that even includes my birthday.
1: Yeah, my birthday is just another day to me. I, I wait, They go, what are you going to do for your birthday? I go, that would involve planning and, you know, most people, you know, like, oh, the, the wives or something. Guys my age, their wives plan birthday drinks. And it's like, you guys can all come. I mean, the guy doesn't do anything. It's, it's it's, you know, I, I go, well, you know what? I'm probably just going to, you know, go have my favorite dish at my favorite restaurant and go home. I, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Get drunk again? I, you
0: know. Well, I don't know. Plan out something nice for yourself to do something that's fun. I mean, one year I went and did go-karts. I like go-karts, so I... By
1: yourself? Oh, or were there other I, people I, in the arena? Uh, I had
0: a couple of friends. There were other people in the I arena think. as well. Um, but, but it wasn't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't... Honestly, though, Jeff, I, I would go and do go-karts by myself. I like go-karts. I find them fun. Um, something about the loud rumble and everything, and it... I don't know. It, I just find it relaxing. It has not grown old for me. Uh, I
1: got thrown out the last time I did go-karts. How
0: did you get thrown out of go-karts, Jeff?
1: I was rubbing. Rubbing's racing. You know, I, I get competitive. I want to win, and the people are going slow. I'm like, get out of my way. I,
0: I appreciate that, but you just got to execute the passes cleanly.
1: You can't if they have the inside lane. It's impossible.
0: <laughs> well, let them look like the villain. I mean, part of you've got to do a little go-kart flopping here.
1: Oh, I just, I, I'm, I'm, we need to make these things safer so I can run people off the road. That's what they, we need to do. We need more, more go-kart technology, obviously.
0: How fast do you want these... Com- the, you're talking about with the hair printers and everything. Yeah. You, you want those carts to go faster and be more dangerous? I, uh,
1: no, I, I want more padding so I can run people off. That's all. I, I want to be able to run into cars. I
0: want an adults-only go and Because I, I, T- I do find myself frustrated with the kids... <laughs> it's No, I, I. it's that I beat them into the damn ground. This is like when I go and do laser tag. I, I routinely win. I like laser tag still. I don't, you know, whatever. Oh, I love laser um,
1: tag. I used to play it all the time. Dude, yeah, that, that
0: is another thing that has not gotten old for me. I could do a lot of laser tag. I like laser tag. Um, But, you know, I mean, if the kids are on board with me and want to go with my plan, I will lead them to greater glory and higher points. But if they don't, I'll just go and, you know, laser tag up a bunch of kids I
1: don't like the I, th- I find this version of laser tag kind of weak to be honest with you the stuff that's out there now
0: base style laser tag where you actually have to go and raid the well, base Well no the
1: base style's fine but it's the it's these uh places where you can't ru- like like when I was a teenager Oh the
0: no running the no running yeah. what, that is some bullshit I I am not into no running come on now I, uh, I-, I mean you know No I when I was have gr- a ref in there yeah, but let him run a little When I
1: was growing up uh there was the the old photon had still had arenas and stuff, but it was a base thing. Don't get me wrong, but you had to put on the helmet with the thing. Yeah, you, you had this this heavy battery pack on your chest. But all the military guys would come in there and play, and man, they were vicious when they played laser tag. I mean, it was no holds barred sometimes in there. And and now it's like okay, you just have to walk very briskly. I'm like I'm being shot at. I'm taking this seriously. What are you talking about? I I can't.
0: I'm in there crouching through most of the match. Like, I I will crouch and move, like, duck walk into this stuff. Uh, I I have a story, though, involving military dudes. Um, One time for my, I think, 12th or 13th birthday, I had the bright idea of going to do paintball. I I thought it'd be fun to try paintball. Which has also
1: been ruined. Also been ruined by, like, all the automatic guns and stuff like that. But please, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so uh, me and my friends got torched by these military guys who I think knew it was my birthday and delighted a little bit in tagging me the hell up. Uh, We all left there with black and blue marks and... We did not win a single thing. It was actually mildly terrifying, I'll be honest. I, I to this day have not gone paintballing again.
1: I took two semesters worth of paintball in college to to get a PE credit, even though I didn't need But the first time I did, you know, just to meet people and stuff. Oh, I it was I love paintball. If uh, you know, it, it, but now it's like it's very structured, and I always like just going into the woods and having the pump type gun. And doing it, like, one at a time so that, you know, you're not wasting shots. Now it's like everything's, like, so semi-automatic and stuff. It's, it's like, speed paintball on fields. I'm just like, meh.
0: No, the semi-automatic thing, I think, is just a little nuts for paintball. It, it really should be about, you know, those pump shot sort of things. This is not let's have an arms race. This is supposed to be everyone goes out onto the field with the same gun and let's see who was the better person with that one gun.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um... So, we, we've talked paintball, laser tag, and Christmas. Uh, and go-karts. And go-karts. Um, if you want to hear my hot takes on TLC, I did the Fightful post-show and deconstructed it rather well, um, I thought. Uh, what did you think of the TLC card?
0: Uh, what specifically about the card? Overall. Overall. So, with the caveat of I ended up only catching about two-thirds of the show, I, I didn't go back and watch the pre-show or any of that. I... I generally liked the show. Um I, okay, so I thought that the Daniel Bryan match and AJ Styles match was really good. I, I enjoyed that all the way through. Um Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose flopped kind of hard. Uh, and it was actually it, it's weird how lacking their in ring charisma is. Something about that pairing, it's just not clicking, and I'm not really sure why.
1: My my theory was it was just the style of match they decided to wrestle. That was all. I mean, I'll 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 lay this out to you, and, and I'll ask you if you think it makes sense. This was a blood feud where they invoked their best friend's cancer into it. This was an angry thing. This was everybody. They this was vicious, and then they go out there and they wrestle. They lock up. They start doing moves, and then two thirds of the way through the match dean decides he has to get angry and then he becomes mentally weak and and blows it so it's so it's just the the entire story just is unsatisfying
0: maybe that is what it is it it, it was not hitting the right note with the audience or with me and i think you kind of nailed it that they should have been wrestling a different match and to go back to their lack of in-ring chemistry or something's off, they should have called an audible. They should have realized that the match wasn't working and tried something else, and and I, I didn't feel like they recognized how poorly it was going over and tried to just full steam ahead it.
1: Yeah, this company, well-known for letting its talent call audibles in the ring.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I feel you. You have to go and wrestle the match you're, you're handed with, but... I, I I don't know. Sometimes I, it, what about the brass w- ring? Jeff, come on.
1: I loved the women's main event. Um, for people who criticize Charlotte for having too much of a Roman Reigns style push, uh, she sacrificed her body to get both these women over in, in this match. I, I that, that Becky Lynch leg drop spot onto the table where the table didn't exactly break and she landed square on, uh, on charlotte's lower abdomen uh that i thought she had broken ribs after that i i thought this match is over for charlotte they're just gonna have to move on on their way uh i thought Asuka was pretty darn good in this match being being vicious and being the Asuka we want i think her having the title is the correct call here to have a short run where you can always take it off in the elimination chamber or maybe even rumble if you wanted to
0: I actually have a different theory about the Oscar title, run, but we can get to that when we get to SmackDown.
1: Okay. Um, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like Ronda coming out because even though they explained it kind of well on Raw, I, I think they needed to have that extra thing where there's a confrontation backstage where Ronda's just champing at the bit to get out there to, to exact her revenge, kind of like what they did with, with Becky and Nia. After her match, I, I I just didn't think it was earned. In some ways, um, I kind of wanted it to be clean. In some ways, where the story to me was, Becky and Charlotte are so into beating each other up that Asuka somehow gets the win rather than Ronda. I understand Ronda's gonna be a part of the story from now on. I just didn't like that she kind of came in and ruined the match, and everybody's just kind of like, "Oh, because it was a it was a solid solid match throughout. I mean. Good Lord, the the, the worst. The, you know what? Even the the Becky double leg drop spot wasn't nearly as bad as the Exploder into the table, leaning against the guardrail, where where Charlotte's head just went through that thing. That was that was brutal too. I mean, props to all of the women involved in this match because they beat each other up something fierce.
0: All right, Hawkins. That brings us to our new Patreon member segment here in the show. And that is when you become a Patreon subscriber to Shake Them Ropes at patreon.com slash str. Or no, patreon.com slash shake Them Ropes. I am on my game today. Yeah, I nailed it. We will take your contributing member questions and actually field them on the show, provided they're not stupid. And today's comes from one contributing member. And he asked, Jeff, I'm asking this to you. Is the women's division relying too heavily on plunder and brutality to get over? And, won't this wear off once the novelty of seeing women kill each other gets tired?
1: Um, are they relying too much on it? I'm going to say no for right now. I understand the concerns. I I agree,
0: because I think this is TLC, right? I mean, they had to have a plunder match at TLC.
1: Now, granted, the two best matches in the women's division on the main roster this year, probably Becky and Charlotte involved in plunder. That said, you want to get the brutality established that these to, to help equalize the women to the men in some ways, in my opinion, so that they're not seen as lesser. I, I, it, there, there are certain biases towards women's wrestling that women won't do what the men would do and won't do it as well. I think it's good. I think it also helps with smoke and mirrors a lot so that it's not, you know, uh, in terms of work rate type stuff. But I think they can't go to the well too often with this gimmick i i think uh i think they've just about hit the right notes for that right now with the amount of plunder and brutality they've used now it's time to back off just a bit
0: do you have any concerns that they won't back off
1: uh no be- well i mean yes because we have the elimination chamber coming up in february so that's gonna be brutal um but wait wait How you know, how did get- you say that month February.
0: February. Okay. Okay. No. No. February. No. No. No I, R in there. Okay. Okay. No. That's fine. I said
1: February. It's, it's just. February. It's just because what? of the stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Thank uh, you. Well, no. I. I wanted to linger on it. Let's continue.
1: And uh, one last thing I want to bring up: Ronda Rousey carried Nia Jackson that match. That was. That a was a veteran. lot better
0: than I thought it was going to be.
1: That was a veteran type of move there I'm uh I'm not as keen a, as as most on Ronda's acting in terms of within the match in terms of that type but in terms of athleticism you know what she she's picked this up just as quickly as Kurt Kurt Angle ever did so I mean I I I thought that's probably not one of my favorite Nia Jax matches I've seen
0: yeah, I think when it's all said and done, Ronda's style of wrestling is something that other wrestlers are going to spend a decent amount of time analyzing and osmosing moves from. Because she's really, she not unlike Kurt Angle, it's a really good comparison, Kurt brought a lot of things to WWE that WWE wrestlers have you know paid attention to and been receptive to. I think that'll happen with Ronda, too, because she's bringing all that UFC stuff in. And, and you're seeing her slowly sprinkle in more UFC, MMA-style moves.
1: So I want to give thanks to our sponsor this week, Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. I've been playing around with the app a little bit, doing a little bit of dinking and dunking on smaller stocks. Chris has been a member for even longer than even before he came to shake them ropes... Uh, Chris, tell us a little bit about your experience with Robinhood.
0: Yeah, I've been a member for about ten months now. I, I wanted to get into playing around with the stock market a little bit more. I, I already have uh, I have a bigger account, but that's more of a set it and forget it sort of thing. What's nice about Robinhood is you can start small, like you can start for a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, even, and th- there aren't commissions. So you can buy a stock today, and if you want to sell it three days from now, you can go ahead and sell it and. And with a different brokerage house, with a, with a bigger brokerage house, or one of these older firms, I don't want to name any names, but with these older firms, they have commissions. So if you came in with 50 bucks, yeah, you could probably sign up, but you'd be spending $5 to buy the stock. And then there might be a commission when you go to sell. With Robinhood, there's none. When you buy the stock, you buy it at that rate and you don't pay Robinhood anything. And when you sell it, You sell it at that rate, and you don't pay Robinhood anything. That's how it works. Um, it's it's very simple. It's easy to use. You can get it on your mobile app, and you can also use it on the browser now, which helps organize and sort things. So there are different tabs too that you can select. So let's say if you want to invest in companies that have women CEOs, they actually have a tab for that. Uh, If you want to just do the top 100, you can click on that. They have top 100 different sectors as well. And as Jeff mentioned, they also have ETFs and they have cryptocurrencies. So if you want to dabble in composite funds. Or if you want to dabble in alternative currencies and and use those as a commodity, you can do that. And those trade 24 hours a day.
1: And right now, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. All you need to do is sign up at shake.robinhood.com. That's shake.robinhood.com. And as always, we thank Robinhood for their patronage of Shake Them Ropes. So please go treat our sponsors well, and they'll treat us well. So yeah, no. I uh, I thought I thought you know what? It's weird because I'm I'm uh, the the voices crew, the, the the flagship crew are being very very tough on this on this TLC show, and I didn't think it's it out of character horrible.
0: for them. Let me just say.
1: Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed that uh, cruiserweight match was relegated back to uh, the pre-show, but I understand why, because when you watch it, the Mixed match challenge. Got a bigger response than I think the Cruiserweight, ch- cruiserweight uh, cl- or title match would have gotten. Um, it's, it's just they need more conditioning. And, and I'm not sure some of these changes are going to help 205 uh, as we'll get into. Because, Chris, it is a fresh start for the WWE. Things are going to be different around here. We're going to have a completely... New type. I mean, everything. I mean, the 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 walls, the 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 decorations. Everything, everything, is gonna not be different.
0: Jeff. Right? On Monday night, a man came out and promised me that he changed with the times, and he's been using the same theme song for the last twenty years.
1: So, for those who have not yet watched or you not yet been spoiled, uh the m- mans are all going to be. Uh, authority figures on both shows. It's
0: gonna be all McMahony up in here.
1: This is, I think I said this. I think I said that this is the cure when they originally said what's wrong with it. What? How are they gonna cure it? They're gonna do it with more McMahon's, except the McMahon's now are gonna be baby faces, so that we will be benevolent towards them, as opposed to criticizing Raw. Um, we're getting new talent which to me wasn't the problem, but we'll get into that a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're putting a new coat of paint on it, and it'll last for a few weeks, and then we'll kind of be back to a similar style because, because the uh, formatting of the program didn't change at all.
0: No, no, I I think the winner here is SmackDown. I think SmackDown, the, both are being mildly improved. So you're taking something like SmackDown, which was already a pretty good show, and you've made it a little bit better. And I think you saw those changes reflected this week. Meanwhile, on Raw, you're taking a product that has problems... And you're making it mildly better, but a lot of those problems are still there, and you saw that in the formatting of this week.
1: We had a five-on-one baby face on heel beatdown again, just like we had on TLC.
0: Now, now look, I, I, I kind of get the angle here in this match. The idea is that we're delivering comeuppance to Baron Corbin in the style of his tyranny. So he gets a taste of his own medicine, but boy was this bad television.
1: Well, it, it's funny because basically people were blaming Corbin in storyline, and Baron Corbin was just there as a proxy for Stephanie McMahon, which was conveniently dropped as a storyline. So, so it's uh, so so we've now gotten all the stink of any McMahon being around this. To now, they are now our we're the authority really us the people chris and 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 they're they're just gonna listen to us and i'm i'm look you can hear the you can hear the sarcasm dripping in my voice but i hope i hope that this really is in the next few weeks we get some changes other than what it appeared to me how are they
0: going to listen to us though that was the question i was left with okay you're gonna listen to me how
1: that's a hell of a question expound
0: well, I mean, their promise is that they're going to listen to the audience. They're going to give the audience what they want. How are they getting feedback from them?
1: Well, it's it's interesting because I'm watching this, and it, it, it feel, I've, I've been through a few of these before. They've done this before. This is not the first time that this has happened. What happens is you get a bunch of mid-carders that have some good audience vibes, and they win a match here or there, or, you know. I mean, basically, Raw was just nothing but multi-person matches, just putting more of the roster on there to get more time, and, and And what did you really do in that? In The the fascinating thing to me was they were touting the the NXT call-ups, which we'll get to in a bit, during a time where most of the competitors in that four-way tag match for number one contender were NXT call-ups that they haven't done much with. You had Root and Gable, you had the Revival, you had that... Authors of Pain, and you had Callisto, all of whom were NXT champions. At and one that continued time on another. SmackDown,
0: too, because you had Sanity, and you had Gallows and Anderson. And these uh-huh. are guys who are now just finally having a space made for them, and you're going to add more people into the mix?
1: You, you had a gauntlet match where you beat both Bayley and Sasha, the two females, in need of... Rehabilitation in some way, but boy, and the Bayley gauntlet match hard. is yes, Billy
0: tried hard, but the gauntlet match is just a terrible match. is
1: so bad. It's no, it's, so it's a bad terrible for a number match. Number one contender.
0: It's so bad for television. It's long. It's draggy, and the audience knows not to invest until the final two competitors are in the match because that's what logic yes. dictates. So it's mm-hmm. just a terrible way to format a match. unless the gauntlet is a very short thing, where it's like three or four people in a gauntlet match, and you don't know who's going to come out. And so then it feels like that entire match of the first two people in the ring, those two people still have a chance of winning because it's a short gauntlet. When it's a long gauntlet, you know that the first two people in the ring aren't going to win, or we're telling the story of the marathon person. Yeah,
1: and it, it was 53 minutes, and it felt like we're stalling for time. That's what it felt like. Um, because nobody knew was elevated, they just got to the point that they wanted to get to in the first place with Natty and and Rhonda, and I was just like, okay.
0: And I like the Natty and Rhonda spot after yeah, the match. I, I did. Too. I, I thought I did. that that was cool. I, I, I again, Rhonda is just really she's a fish swimming in water now, man. She's really getting the hang of wrestling, uh, but I, the match itself was it was a match. It was fifty three minutes of a match.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh...
0: Was that the best was, way to use an hour of Raw?
1: Not when you're saying, well...
0: Not on the on the new Raw, uh, on the rebooted Raw. I, I mean, the, their narrative would be, we got the women in the final hour, it was a main event featuring all the women, and, and, and that is true to an extent, but but was that actually a good match? Well,
1: uh, no. Right. It, it was, right. It yeah, was so a decent those, match. Yeah, it it was, wasn't good.
0: Right, exactly. It was... It, there were points of that that were very passable. Um, it, it, not, I thought Sasha was pr- kind of clunky in that match. To be honest, I thought that uh, Sasha was not hitting her notes. She was in there with uh, Natty, right? Yeah, yeah, she was missing some beats.
1: Well, it, it's funny because what what it said to me was, it, it, it's the, the 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 what the the gauntlet. They were able to do the gauntlet because they had set up in the beginning. Okay. You have to hold on to us. This is this is a change that is going to happen over a few weeks, which meant they didn't know the changes that they wanted to make just yet, or they're still brainstorming, or they're still arguing about them, or they're not going to do them. Which is kind of my theory. Um, and then it's
0: certainly an informative lesson not to try to fantasy book yourself too far ahead with things, um, because yeah, so for right WWE right now, changes things us, very quickly. Just
1: take this long match. Let us get through the holidays, and then. You know, when we start the Rumble, then, you know, things are going to be really picking up now. It's a stall tactic to get to the Rumble.
0: Yes. Well, right. The the reboot will be masked as Mania season, and you'll call Mania season the reboot, the rejuvenation of Raw. I I mean, it's it's a convenient out, but you still have to follow up with good shows that people watch, And, and especially now that you've pointed out that the ratings are in the toilet, you have to bring the ratings up. And you have to make booking decisions and television decisions that get the ratings up. Uh, I, I don't know what that is. The big returns will help, but some of the big return cards have been kind of played out. Like I don't I don't think the Undertaker has the big return cachet anymore. I, I think at this point that would be John Cena and like the rock and I don't know, maybe Goldberg coming back would be something that might get some ratings up.
1: So they announced we will also be getting some new faces. Um,
0: I like the video packages. You know, that's a nice new touch.
1: Video packages I thought were strong. The choices are very, very Vince McMahon looking through a catalog of NXT and saying who he'd want. And I don't know. I I I totally see him
0: looking at heavy machinery and going like, "Eh, yeah, call those guys up. He has no plan for them.
1: Well, well, it's funny because when you argue these things, and, and trust me, Rob and I did for years. You know, we had Dylan Hales on here a long time ago about the uh, political hit theory and, you know, Triple H is trying to protect his guys, the really great wrestlers, to keep NXT a really strong territory, you know, while Vince will go and misuse other NXT people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But these are all, these are not, if, if you're saying that the style is going to change and you're going to be getting better wrestling necessarily, which I don't think is the point either. You would not be picking these guys. You'd be taking up you know, your hot axe, your Gargano, your Champa, your Ricochet, your Undisputed Era, and you'd be doing a great influx of that kind of talent. These are all characters. These are all larger-than-life type people for the most part, other than maybe Nikki Cross, but Nikki Cross is a character, so you can excuse it. Lars Sullivan is a Vince type of guy. He's a monster. You can bring him in. Uh, EC3 Lee, a- is a
0: guy that we said needed to be on Raw, so I actually don't yes. disagree with this decision.
1: EC3 will EC3 will probably hit the ground running so long as he is not doing the goofy stuff that he was doing in NXT, I think. I think he has the best chance of all these people to be a breakout star because he has that look. And the look matters to a main roster audience. And Lacey he's a good Evans promo, is, too. Yeah, I would agree. I, I agree with that. Lacey Evans scares me here because it's, a it's little not that soon. she's not ready.
0: Uh, see, I think I think she could have used maybe six more months. I, she's very very close. I, I but
1: time always helps. To me she could have used she could have used a redemption arc where she turns into the good guy and then you bring her up that way. I don't think bringing her up as a heel is a great idea. And also just the timing right now when you have four I main agree. event four main event women, you have a couple that are in desperate need of rehab. And you have a bunch in the middle here, your Mandy Roses, your Sonya DeVille's, your Iconics, your, I mean, I'll even add in, I'll add in Bailey and, and Sasha here too, who don't have anything to do. So your choices are either you have a new person like Lacey beat those women, or you have her, her lose to the main event women. There, there's no in-between there. You can't just introduce someone and go, well, there you go, because that's kind of what happened with Carmella for a while. And then eventually she found some footing and, and got something going. But the timing of this, when the women's division is so strong and there's so much to be done with the rest of the division, is kind of bad. I, I still look at heavy machinery as they're going to be this generation's too cool. They're gonna do the the they're, they're gonna be the big guys who pop the crowd by doing the wacky stuff, the war the uh was it the caterpillar elbow? What does he call that that uh, Otis does? Yeah,
0: they're I th- gonna be a yeah. comedy
1: team. Yeah, they're gonna be a big guy comedy team. Uh, Nikki Cross is kind of interesting because I don't know if they're gonna put her with Sanity or they're just gonna throw her somewhere on the roster to. You know, to have good matches but lose, I don't know, but I mean, I like Nikki Cross, so I'm all for her making all the money in the world, so I'm happy she's getting brought up, but overall, I look at it and I go, if there's anybody who's going to make a dent immediately, it's going to be EC3, because he is a main roster star trapped on the NXT roster, Or or a main roster style guy trapped on the NXT roster.
0: Yeah, him and Lars are the two. I'm the most bullish on. I think you've got the read on Heavy Machinery just right. Nikki Cross, I think, has a slightly better chance of swimming than Lacey Evans for some of the reasons you outlined. I, I also think we've now seen Nikki Cross kind of established as a bit of a backstage character, too. So they can also kind of use her in those sorts of purposes when they're not necessarily booking her in matches. So that gives her a little bit more shelf life. I'm just worried about any woman call-up right now because you have Asuka, you've got Charlotte, you've got Becky, you've got Ronda, uh, and it, it's a very crowded field right now for those top two belts. Yeah,
1: and and if you if you introduce new characters, they have to win immediately to keep them strong, to get people interested in them, and I don't know. I mean, there are people Lacey can beat, I just don't know which way they're going to go with her. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So we had that, and then uh, we got to this SmackDown tonight, which I thought was pretty good um, overall. Uh, Mustafa Ali is now a member of the SmackDown roster permanently. Thoughts?
0: I like this and I like the immediate pairing with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is a good person for Mustafa Ali to play off of. I think that they can have a nice little promo war and I think that that can parlay to a good match. I, I, I and they're clearly building something giving Mustafa Ali the 054 pin on Daniel Bryan. They played that up big time on commentary tonight. I, I like that. And, and I like moving AJ Styles on, although, you know, one wonders where AJ Styles is going now
1: giving Mustafa Ali the pin that was the right note to hit. I thought that was outstanding. You establish a guy as strong as a player on the roster. My fear is he did not hit that 054 very well. He drove the knees right into Brian's ribs. If you look at him, he didn't get the all the rotation there. He he kind of landed a little short. Ah. So I'm a little worried he might have hurt him. I'm a little and if that happens,
0: that's bad news bears uh, for Mustafa Ali. That's one of you those know, things yeah. that sticks with you.
1: Yeah, and it becomes, hey, let's find you another finisher that you can do four nights a week so you don't kill our talent type of thing. So I would not be shocked if they try and give him a second finisher. I, I would not. Um, I thought uh, Cien Almas, you know, it's nice to see him back in the mix doing something after, you know, being off TV for a while.
0: Yeah, I, I like Cien Almas. I, I I think he's still a very very good wrestler and it's a shame that they haven't used him better since he's been called up from nxt so it's not necessarily heartening to think we're adding more nxt people
1: will mustafa ali remain on the 205 live roster as well and do double duty
0: i don't know i'm very concerned about that 205 live roster slash show Uh, It seems like some of these call-ups, especially calling up people from 205 Live, may not portend good things for 205 Live as a brand after WrestleMania.
1: Well, not only that, they're splitting up the talent, because you have, you know, Leo Rush on Raw.
0: And the Lucha House Party's on Raw.
1: Yeah, and you have Mustafa Ali on SmackDown. Uh, I think it also ruins 205 Live's most compelling storyline, which was the Mustafa Ali, yeah, to get the title.
0: Well, the Mustafa Ali journey, the Cedric Alexander stuff, like uh, so much of the story arc through the last year has been driven through Mustafa and Cedric, but particularly Mustafa, his chase.
1: Yeah, and, and so you're aborting that. So there was also now, now what do you do with Cedric? Because his whole thing was he needed to turn heel on his best friend, I think, and have that feud culminate in...
0: WrestleMania Mustafa going
1: over him, yeah. And that, well, no, no, no. I, I think Mustafa should have won the title at WrestleMania.
0: Okay, okay. This next WrestleMania. See, and I, I just thought that it should have been Alexander Mustafa Ali too at uh, WrestleMania.
1: Okay, well, I mean, I, I, I don't think you cool off, Buddy Murphy, that much. I, I think you.
0: See, Buddy's a guy I, I think I, has a better chance of swimming on the main roster than some of the other cruiserweight guys.
1: Yeah, so do I. I, I that, that I agree with. I, I was just thinking, okay. Mustafa goes through Cedric and then gets to Buddy, and the second time, he gets the pin. That was my thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah I can see that. I can see that.
1: But instead, he is now part of this SmackDown Live uh, roster. We had a reintroduction, basically, of the Good Brothers as a classic tag team of the last decade, which, uh, you know, they're the, their, their SmackDown's revival. That, that's how I viewed it. I go, okay, they're going to elevate a couple of these teams that they've forgotten about.
0: I really loved this tag segment. I thought the the end sequence was really, really, really fun. Sanity comes in and interrupts the match. They beat everyone down. It leaves this flummox Cesaro when Sheamus standing at the top of the ramp. And then Cesaro whispers to Sheamus, we've got to send a statement to Sanity. So they go back in and basically pick the bones like vultures because they're desperate to make a statement to Sanity. There's a lot going on in the writing there that I I really enjoyed. It was fun to unpack.
1: it was nice to get sanity involved too. I I like a vibrant ta- I like a vibrant tag division and a
0: good way to reintroduce sanity too. Have them coming in from the crowd, have them creating havoc. It's obviously always tricky for WWE to get a real sense of making chaos, but I, I thought that this was pretty good by WWE standards.
1: Oscar was coronated as the Queen of SmackDown. Um, we had the usual Becky and and Charlotte kind of post mortem bickering, and then all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Vince McMahon comes out and uh, throw, oh, guess what? Another open challenge. Who's it going to be this time? And we get Naomi kind of uh, getting the rub here and getting a chance at uh, at moving up the ranks a little bit. Um,
0: you know what's funny is at the tail end of this match when Oscar is bickering with Becky and Charlotte, Naomi comes that was up. Great. Yes, Naomi comes up to Oscar to be like, "Good job," and we just immediately cut away. <laughs> it was it was on camera for about two and a half seconds. That
1: I, I love that. I liked when Oscar went to uh, heckle Charlotte and 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 Becky a little bit because she still. The great thing about the Oscar on the uh, main roster thing is that she never really relinquishes her showmanship aspect of her character a bit. She always wants to show off a little bit in that heelish way, even if she is a babyface. So, and then the, uh, the the Russian leg sweep off the middle rope. I really like that spot.
0: So, I, I think what we're building to is something like Charlotte, Asuka at WrestleMania, and then Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania. I think those are your two Mania angles.
1: Charlotte and Ronda at Mania? No,
0: Charlotte and Asuka at Mania.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I my problem is, do people want to see a rematch of that?
0: Well, I guess we'll find out. I, I mean, but but I think that that's what they're at least thinking. Well, you know, the audience can give feedback. In, in this new era, <laughs> Jeff, we are the authority. I am the authority. You are the authority. We are all the authority. And, and it is up to us to tell the enlightened McMahons, the the reconstructed McMahons, that uh, we we want this.
1: I have a feeling they may still do the three way. They might. Mania. They might.
0: I, I mean, I, that that is one route they could also go, but they they still need to have uh, both titles. I I mean, I guess you could have a unified SmackDown Raw Women's Champion. Because that's the thing is, you gotta have. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you could have the title on someone else by then. You could have it on Lacey Evans and have her have a Mania match, but
1: Oscar. Uh, the title could, one of the titles could be on Oscar and she could have a separate match with a Naomi or a. Nia Jax, or if they can finally heat up Bailey or Sasha, one of those two.
0: Yeah, but 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 all I'm saying is that I I did see the Oscar as a WrestleMania angle, and then Ronda Becky, like like that. That's clearly where we're building to.
1: I guess the only other real well, we had a couple. We had uh, I guess next week and currently being taped. I haven't looked at the spoilers. We are not doing. We're doing one show next week, kid. So we're not doing the recap of the main roster. So go read the spoilers. But uh, Rusev is challenging Nakamura for the U.S. title on Christmas night, quote-unquote. Um, Not a lot to that, you know, just kind of Shinsuke calling out the manhood of, of Rusev. But the other one I wanted to get into is this Miz and the McMahon family saga. I gotta admit, I laughed heartily. At I the, did too! At the Vince the Miz. Vince-Miz
0: stuff was very, they have good comedy chemistry together.
1: <laughs> and whoever came up with the idea of to do it as a proposal for marriage, I mean, it was almost it was almost derailed at first because I think Vince did go off script to ask about the knock because that's the kind of thing he'd do. You know, that's not a real manly knock. What are you doing, kind of thing? And then once it got into the script part, it was brilliant. That said, we had a mixed match, <coughs> not a mixed match challenge match, but just a mixed tag team match. With The Miz and Mandy Rose. And God bless. Him. Corey Graves was on fire during this match. I just, I could not stop laughing at him. Versus uh, R-Truth and Carmella, your winners of the Mixed Match Challenge. Which made it all worth it because Miz quickly pinned him. What are they going to do with Mandy Rose and all this?
0: I don't know. I She might be... I have no idea what her, the angle is with her. She might just not it even be involved in this. It
1: screams because we said, or I, I at least said, when, when Mandy Vince Rose came this. up. Vince wants this. Vince wants this. Right, Vince right. wants Mandy Rose in this McMahon <laughs> uh, how, how your, galaxy orbit. That's what I want. Once, once Mandy Rose in his orbit. Yes. You no know way. he does. Yes. Yes. I, I honestly,
0: Jeff, I don't know that it's any deeper than Vince just wanted to see Mandy Rhodes wrestle tonight.
1: Oh, I, I think I think now it's. Oh, OK, cool. I, I think it might go a little bit further. I think I think it's going to be like, well, I need an assistant.
0: No. well, When I say wanted to see Mandy Rhodes wrestle tonight, I'm not saying he wanted to check out how snug her headlocks were.
1: No, I, I know. I, I just think I think there may be a, a quid pro quo here in terms of getting Shane to be a partner somehow. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I liked it for what it was. I, I, I still think the Mixed Match Challenge is worthless. I, I want to get rid of it. It It's a fun, house-style, soft match for the talent. I get that. But it's also extra work. It, they don't plan it correctly because they don't plan it around their other angles, so they end up having to make substitutions and things.
0: That's the problem. It was actually kind of fun initially, the first yeah. run that they did, because... Like, they knew it is a softer match, and they're mostly skit-style matches. Like, it's not wrestling wrestling. It's, like, you know, gimmicky skit stuff. And and if you like that, and that actually can be fun. And when they were doing it, it was, like, 15 minutes. You know, it's very palatable. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, they need to have a little bit more diligence than what they're doing now, where it's just people come in and people come out. It, it makes it feel so slapdash.
1: Yeah, and... uh but, but I do want to see some vignettes at WWE corporate headquarters. I do.
0: I want our truth to actually like set up like a room for himself where he's got a bed and everything. And he acts like it's really a vacation. Like he's actually on vacation. <laughs> at, like he's like, "Oh man, it's great. They got a coffee maker. They got a fridge. You can just put your food in there. and other people put food in there and you just eat it.
1: him trying to give drink orders to someone in human resources.
0: yeah, I, I mean, see that that there's there's some vignettes there that could be kind of fun.
1: so here's the plan for shows. We're gonna do one, I think Thursday. yeah,
0: we're on Thursday.
1: And then next week's going to be kind of our year in review, New Year's resolution, silly awards, I don't know. We'll we'll come up with something. We're not And gonna that'll be at
0: the tail end of the week.
1: Yeah, because we're not going to because Christmas is of course Tuesday. Um and we may do the same thing for for also the New Year's week because that's always a busy week as well. So maybe we'll do some questions, maybe give ideas for off the cuff awards that other people don't give out all the time
0: you know what's a great way you know a great way to contribute questions is by becoming a contributing member to the shake them ropes patreon which is at patreon.com slash shake them ropes send us your questions once you sign up
1: and once again like to thank our sponsor robin hood go to shake.robinhood.com get your free stock you can follow me at crap game 13 i almost said at chris Novembrina. yeah yeah, you can follow him him at at chris
0: (laughs) (laughs) Novembrina.
1: I'm just not. That's all right. I called I called Hakushi something like uh, I call him another Japanese wrestler name at the end of my plug on flight fightful. I'm just like, how did I blow that? Am I high on cough syrup? Yes. Yes, I was. Anyways, you can follow the show at Shake them Rubs. You can follow me at Crap Game 13 You can follow Chris at Chris ChrisNovembrino. Chris, do the rest of your plugs now.
0: My other show is called Don't Worry About the Government. You can find that at Don'tWorry.TV. My other other show is the All in the Family Podcast. You can find that at AllintheFamilyPodcast.com or go on iTunes and Stitcher, search for Don't Worry About the Government or the All in the Family Podcast. And friends, don't let friends robo-trip. You're my friend, I can't let you do this.